you have a few questions for me to get answered from the listeners of the podcast. Um, crazy, right? I have a podcast and people have questions. Hmm. You know, you know, and, and this is, uh, I, I do want to say this, um, you know, for the listeners that, you know, I, I really do appreciate, you know, people taking the time out and, you know, just hear what we got to say, being part of the conversation, uh, you know, uh, giving some feedback, you know. Yes. Giving some feedback and, um, you know, I mean, you know, I hold the tip this to try to, you know, inspire people to overcome whatever adversities that they may have in their lives. And, uh, you know, I, I, think, I think, you know, it's going to be hopeful and it's, and it's all good, so. But I do, I do appreciate people taking out the time and, and, and listening um, attentively, you know. So. Yes. So it's, yes. It's good. It's yes, good. Yes, I mean, it inspires me. It inspires me to, you know, almost kind of like make me feel like, you know, I do have a voice even though I'm back here, you know, dealing with this. One. So, yeah. Yes. But what we say, what we think about, what we express it, it matters. It does. It does. And I'm thankful, too, and I'm glad you, you mentioned that because it is important. I mean, I don't think that, for me, I don't think that I um, imagined that it was going to go the way it has gone. So I'm grateful for, you know, everybody that has kind of tuned in and listened and, you know, we go from there. Okay, so you ready? Let's get right to it. Well, well, you're doing a rapid fire style, or, or I mean, just I mean, you can come with it, cause you know, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to be, I'm gonna well, try you, to be without being argumentative. <laughs> oh my goodness. But, okay, so don't even try to get brand new on this because you know we've discussed this because I could only be the only culprit, right? <laughs> and you said, and you said. That's not necessarily, that's not necessarily the truth. That's not necessarily the truth, but I mean, when it comes to uh, cleaning up and tidiness and neatness and, you know, people have different expectations when it comes to, you know, having things um, clean, you know. Um, you have 60 seconds remaining. Clean or in order. So, so inshallah, we're going to continue on the next, the next round of call. You know. This is a good question, so um, you, you, you have to get some feedback too, but I am giving feedback. You were talking. Okay. You were talking. I mean, for me, I feel like we already discussed. I think that right, 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 right. I'll let it be known. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let it be known that 
you know my weaknesses as far as cleaning. We have thirty seconds remaining. I let it. I let you know that you know. Hey, I'll cook all day, but I really don't like to wash the dishes. And I yeah. can't stand washing clothes. I don't want you washing dishes anyway, because I want you to keep them hands nice and soft. For me. Uh-huh. I got the dishes. <laughs> Whatever. So I mean, so it just sounds like based on those conversations that we had, I was the culprit. But we'll be back in one second. We'll be back. Did you have anything else to add to that? Um, basically, uh, I mean, I didn't really answer the question. I was kind of, you know, laying the foundation. Um, well, one of the things, um, I can speak from, you know, my prison experience, uh, having a, you know, a roommate in uh, 8 by 12 you know, 8 by 12 8 by 10 whatever. You know, we got to kind of meet each other halfway as far as, First of all, what are expectations for the room, the, the cleanliness of the room, the neatness of the room, the tightness of the room? Um, you know, assuming that, you know, you know, you live in the house together with, with your significant other, you have to communicate. It has to be some mutual understanding of how y'all are going to share and the task of keeping the house clean, you know? Um, so one person um, doesn't have to get aggravated with the other person, you know? Um, leave the stuff to be cleaned up behind, you know, and all that. But you got to understand, you know, who your partner is at the same time, you know. Um, you, you might be a clean freak or a neat freak. You know, your partner might not be on it like that. But as long as you can, you know, an agreement can be established that, you know, they would do such and such chore, you know, such and such times a week. And then, you know, you can do, you can go on your OCD if, if, if that's what you're dealing with. You know what I mean? You can go on your whole GI, GI the whole house trip, and that's what something that you want to do. <laughs> but uh, it just, it's got to be an agreement, man. I mean, it, it really ain't that hard. It's all about communication, man, and, and being considerate. And if it's respect established between two people, you know, it shouldn't be a no problem with the other one halfway. You know, so, uh, yeah. That's how I feel. That's that's good, good, answer. good answer. I'm going to let you let that, let your answer be the answer because. I already feel guilty in this situation, even though we haven't um, been able to share the the same dwelling because I know that there are things that I don't like and you're probably a bit more type A than me when it comes to cleaning. Um, yes, okay. Um, the next question is, ooh, what was the defining moment that made you realize that he or she was the one, despite the circumstances. Mm. You can go first. Well, you did that one first. Go ahead, babe. <laughs> you just want to hear my answer first. Um, I think for me, for me, it was kind of, um, it was kind of crazy because I didn't even expect the defining moment, right? So the defining moment kind of met me where I wasn't even trying to be met. Um, you know, I, I, I loved you as a young person um, because I, and I tell people this all the time, because even as a young person, I feel like you inspired me to know my value. And when I say young person, I'm talking about 14, 15 years old, however old we were at that time. Um, just the way you kind of put me up on the pedestal <clears throat> just when we dealt with each other so uh, the defining moment 
for me, you know, was just kind of like, it kind of caught me off guard just in general, just talking to you when I finally was able to reconnect with you and just hearing how grown man you were. Ooh. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> what you laughing at? Then when I finally got to come and visit you and I just said to myself, I was like, mm, we gonna be together. I just need to call everybody and let them know, you know, people that I was dealing with. So, I had made up in my own mind. I was just like, mm, this, I, I'm going to be with him. I know this sounds crazy, and I don't know exactly how, but, um, you know, one thing I do trust is my, my spirit of discernment. So I feel like once I make up my mind about somebody's character, that's all it is for me. So that's my answer. Yours? Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that's, that's actually a good question. I think for me it was somewhat of a process, um, like I shared with you before, but that uh, I I have to prepare myself to be uh, a husband, you know, and I think that you know my heart, you know, was was ready to embrace, you know, having a a, a relationship, a significant commitment, and you know, uh, you know, willing to give my all to making a relationship work back here or, you know what I mean, this might not be ideal, but I still wanted to, not the ideal situation, but I wanted to be the ideal husband, mm-hmm. you know, if, if that makes any sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of what the situation is, I know I have control over who I am in that situation and how I respond. So uh, when I, you know, started to notice, I mean, I was, you know, amazed by just who you had become, you know, just getting to know you and talking to you how authentic and sincere you were and, and uh, I, I can really say that you know you you checked off a lot of boxes on my list you know as far as how your personality is and, and what I was looking for in a woman mm. so um, once we started to talk because you know I mean I'm the type you know the like to seize the opportunity and I really feel confident about you know just um, when I put my all in the situation and I give my, my energy to the situation I feel confident about a good result so uh, when I let you know my intentions of uh, you know continuing a, a relationship and getting married and <laughs> you know um, yeah, that's, that's when I kind of you know I was like once, we, once, once I see how you were kind of receptive to the whole idea or, or my, my intentions you know, you were taking it back by it and, and you know, you know, we, we talked it out and, uh, you know, I, I pretty much I felt confident that this was a defining moment for us. And, and even when, when you started to make some serious steps to, um, how should I say, uh, you know, have certain people that you might have been dealing with, you know, you really considering making some decisions on how loose. you're going to deal with these people from, <laughs> Right. Yeah, I was ready to let them loose. Look, fly free, brother. Yeah, exactly. Fly free. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And then the, the, the our vibe, our vibe was just so good. So, I mean, it, it was several uh, points and just us, you know, sharing with each other and, and, and just, you know, making our intentions clear, you know, uh, with each other what we were trying to do with this relationship. And uh, I think you had told me, uh, I think you told me that, you know, 
you was looking to be more than just friends. I don't know how you got to it, but you know, you was like, I you know, know um, that. yeah. That was you. Huh? What? Yeah, I <laughs> no, you said, you said something to the effect, you said something to the effect like you was leaving it open for the relationship to go beyond friendship. I can't remember exactly the words you said, mm. but you made it known. Yeah, yeah, I, you made it known. I felt like yeah, I didn't have a choice yeah. but make it known when I told you this. You know what you told me. I don't even know why you just try to say that I said that. I did not. What I said was <laughs> I, I was just merely reaching out to you, letting you know that you were not thrown away. Oh, uh, yeah, right. right. Yeah, from the beginning, from the beginning, you did say that. And it was a particular conversation we had on the phone. I'll never forget this. I can't remember the words that you used, but you said something to the effect that, um, uh, you were saying, um, oh, man, I, can't, I can't remember how you said it. I really can't remember how you said it, but you were basically saying, you know, this, that you were open, you know, for this relationship to be more than just a friendship. Yeah, and I, I, I remember. I think because I, yeah. I always typically say the same thing, and when it comes to this, you know, th- that was not my intention. Um, but right, right. I'm open to receive whatever God has for me, realizing that yeah. even though this, this might not be the most ideal situation, it just still seems yeah. like the perfect person. So, but I think that that was already established after you basically told me, you know, that your intentions, I know he was like, I know your intentions were to just be good friends to the end, but that is not my intention. Then that's when you put the law down. It was like, Boom. Right, right. So, yeah, I think, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was like in, in response to something you had wrote in the letter about, you know, um, yeah. you know, being being a, a good friend. But I, you know, I wasn't trying to pressure you into anything. And but I did, I did want you to know, just from my background and experience with relationship while while I was, you know, back here, uh, while I've been back here, is that um, you know, I am a mix for women. Yeah. You know, I don't do no female friends. <laughs> Jailhouse rhetoric. Mm. 
And I think yeah. the whole love thing was already, it wasn't like I had to fall in love with you again. It was just like re, um, reconnecting a love that was already there. Like I already loved you, which was what forced me to just hurry up. You know, I was thinking about you and having little, you know, thoughts of you. And then I had a dream about you. And then when Pat reached out to me, it was just kind of like, oh my goodness, let me get in touch with him right now um, because I loved him so much. And so then it was like when I, when I did hear from you and you were just so super duper grown man with a little Muslim on top, <laughs> I was just so, and I was just so surprised. And, um, and just because we've had so many scenarios that we've already worked through, I know that it's not just talk. I know you're not just telling me something that I want to hear. Plus, I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character, and I ain't wait to get this old to decide to just be stupid. So, um, <laughs> so I just I feel like you know we've had enough life experiences where I can discern and and say he's actually been a helpmate for me even in his current situation. So that's my. Yeah. And so song with the widow is saying and, and you know, and just speaking in general, you know, I mean I, I feel like I am unique and I have some unique to the table, but just speaking in general, um, incarcerated people, the incarcerated masses, you know, this is an opportunity, this time, you know, to like just you pretty much lose everything, you, you lose your a lot of connection and, and a lot of life experience. But it is a opportune time to self reflect. And, you know, you have a lot of internal conversation, internal dialogue, which says, you know, you're trying to figure your life out. You're trying to, you know, find ways to, you know, become a better individual. You know, if, if you're wise enough to make uh, use of the time in that way. And you start to, you become more insightful. You know, and you become, you know, I mean, like me, I'm, I'm naturally a communicator already. But, uh, you know, I, I focus a lot on trying to express myself because, I feel like I'm, I'm more in tune of who I am. You have 60 seconds remaining. I'm more in tune of who I am. So, and I want that to be made clear to whoever I'm dealing with. So as far as uh, and my intentions and, you know, what I'm about, what I believe, and, you know, how I conduct myself, how I conduct my business and whatnot. And it's just not about, you know, me saying these things, you know, I'm, I'm a follow through, you know, so, because um, it's important, you know, it's the part of reforming yourself and re-correct yourself, so to speak. You know, through this whole situation or whatnot, right? We have 30 seconds remaining. To self reflect. And when we, the way we do put things, the way we say things, it comes across just to be like some super fly game. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. no, that's, that's not all, that's not, you know, the intentions all the time. It's just, it's, you know, what I say and what I feel is really heartfelt. And it's, it comes from a, a place of self reflection and of deep thought, self evaluation. You know, uh, yeah, and I think I think you know, think to uh, to add to that, I think that, um, and it's never discussed in the podcast, but I think it's important that people understand. You know, you you've pretty much been locked up for how long now? To so going on twenty two years. December will be twenty two years. Yeah. So nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. So it's not like um, this is a situation where you're like 
in and out of prison um, every couple of years because I think that is what um, kind of gets people's ideas kind of wrapped around the wrong thing. And and while you've been in prison, you've had long-standing relationships with other women. So it's not like, oh, I'm just the first person to come along and it's just like, boom, you know, I'm a, I'm a tracker. Or it's not like you're looking for a handout, you need help being taken care of because, you know, you work, you take care of yourself, you know. Um, and so it's not, it's not a situation of need um, on your part. And I think that's what people feel. I think that's what people might fail to understand. I think that it's just a situation of want on both of our parts. And I think that for me, and this might sound a little bit um, harsh, but I always say this, you know, I've been out here in a lot of different relationships, unhappy for a long period of time. And um, for lack of better words, I've been being fucked for the past 20 years um, without all the the commitment and all the qualities in a in a significant other that I have been looking for. And then along comes you and you meet all those potential qualities that I've been asking God for in all this time. And, um, you know, I never, when I created my list of things that I wanted in my man, I never said, I need this, 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 this. And I also need him to be free because I didn't even think of that. So like I always tell people, when God gives you everything you want, but it just ain't the way that you envisioned it, would you still receive it? And so I absolutely, absolutely receive you um, as a blessing. Um, for, for myself, um, for more reasons than just one or five even. But I know, you know, just after having gone, um, having been dealing with you on this, on this level to this extent, um, for almost a full year now, um, we, you know, I, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing. I'm, and even though I hate, Tiger River, I love Tiger River in the same token because it has afforded us a lot of opportunities to talk and communicate because I always hear about other people and they can only have three calls a week and they can only have so many calls a week and you know, we'd be burning up the phone baby, so we burn up the phone I can come down there, I can see you whenever I want to um, and and it just is what it is. So it's an, it's not the best circumstance, but I think all relationships have different circumstances that they'll go through. And so hopefully this will just be one that we will be able to just overcome. Um, so that's that. Yeah, it's, 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 a blessing, it's a blessing in the, in, in the whole trial. You know, you can look at it as trial by fire or, or however you want to look at it, but um, it, it, allows, it allows us to um, connect on a level you know, that other relationships, you know, might not connect on because they haven't been put in a position where you have to, you know, really focus on communication. You have to really uh, highlight those subtleties that, you know, you know, I mean, are so important, you know, to build a strong foundation in the relationship. Okay. And everything is, you know, means like so much more. You know, like when I do see you and we, and we do get an opportunity to touch and share, you know, different levels of intimacy. You know, it's not about me because, you know, like for the most part, being able to, to talk and communicate with each other like we do, 
a lot of people they don't recognize the value in that, you know. Yes, um, they don't recognize so. the value in that, and they do. Most people don't have it mm-hmm. because it's more so about the physical component, um, which right, also, yeah. we also have another question that says, how do couples create intimacy um, through incarceration? Yeah. So just to kind of piggyback mm-hmm. on that, that's another question that I know we I can hear us getting ready to answer. But I feel like um, there are so, so, so many people who just have um, a warm body. There are so many people who are in relationships of tolerance. There are so many people who really don't even like their significant other, but they might have children or they have too many combined um, business ventures or, you know, they need the other person for combined income or you know, they just feel like, well, since they got married in church, this is the husband that God brought them or wife that God brought them. And um, so they're going to try to stick it out because, you know, if you're a religious person and you believe in God, because the, the foundation of marriage has everything to do with God. It doesn't have anything to do with anything else. Right. I think we have both established that. But um, I think that. I feel so valued in this relationship, not just because I can provide for you something that you can't provide because like I just said, you were in a long, you know, in a relationship, you have been in relationships. It's not like you were just completely without and here I am only person that comes along. It's just, I feel like I have something that most people long for. Most people long for, a man who pays attention to all the subtleties. Uh, Most people long for a man who wants to have conversation about how my day was um, or actually how I'm doing and not that I'm just going to work, doing, pulling my weight in the household, taking care of these kids, cleaning up this house and making sure you eat good. Um, So I just, I'm so grateful for having that in itself because I see people all the time. So, they look like they're happy because they got a big house. They got nice cars. You know, they got two and a half kids or whatever they, you know, whatever the idea is. They have the image, but they don't have the foundation. And I'm just like, man, so thankful that we are able to actually have the foundation and that even though it might not be perfect. Um, yeah, it's, the, it's, it's, it's a stage where, where we are able to, um, cover a lot of ground, you know, before we get to that, you know, that point in our lives where we start to, start to build on a foundation and we start to, you know, share the responsibilities that come with, with marriage and, um, you know, whether it's having kids raising like family, you know, having a house and taking care of those days, but we are able to, like, cover a large, you know, wide spectrum, um, as far as, you know, how we value each other, how we communicate with each other, how we, you know, respect respect each other and uh, and also just you know having a uh, 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 yearning you know for each other's time to be in each other's presence mm-hmm. and so um, so yeah and, and everything is um, you know that don't come easy you know when you um, when you have all these other things you know that could be distractions from you focusing on like what's most important you know and then you're in a relationship with somebody because all those things you, you might have mentioned, whether it's financial security or, you know, good sex or, 
because y'all done shared experience, y'all done went out, y'all been doing this for so long, or whatever it is, um, and come to find out while you're in a relationship, you can't really communicate with this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or y'all don't even really share, share the same values, mm-hmm. you know? Or, you know, or, or you just, um, I mean, certain things about this, this person's uh, personality you can't get beyond because you never really identify with their, with their worth, you know? And uh, you're just identifying with the experiences that y'all share with each other and what they brought, you know, to the table on a material level, on a financial level. So, so yeah, it's, it's, this is um, a prime time for us to, want, um, you know, cover a, a, a wide spectrum of, you know, building a relationship just based off of, you know, who we are and how we value each other and our intention to be committed to each other regardless of what the circumstances are. Um, well, you, you, you get compensated 
Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I'm not getting ready to share all that now. I mean, the question was not what do you do. We ain't, we ain't going all there. Okay, but not, yeah. People, okay, yeah. people who know me know, you know, I go all in with mine. But um, um, and I'm not afraid. I am not afraid to cut some pockets out. Um, so yeah, I won't say you. I won't say you go through no no details like that. But oh, well, just, just I, the whole. I'm just saying I wasn't getting ready to either. So <laughs> I was saying that um, you know, we have our ways, and I think that um, intimacy is heightened on a whole nother level when um, you are so close to a person that if I look at you a certain way that you know that I want you to rub my arm or, you know, you can, you can yeah. tell what I'm thinking. And I think that, um, that is a level of intimacy that a lot of people don't attain. So it's not yeah, just about it's like a homily, it's like, it's like being a homily with each other. Yeah. You know, so, with uh, telekinesis, you know, <laughs> and all that. Yeah. yeah. So it I is. Think, it is. I think that we do a lot of things, um, to, um, nurture our intimacies, um, not just in conversation, but in touch and in. We um, have sixty seconds remaining. In the way that we touch each yeah. other, when we are able to um, connect, because it's not like we behind the glass or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, and both of us are very, very affectionate. Yes. And and um, this is actually something that we value. Both of us value a whole lot. Yeah. And you know, it's high priority. So and we don't have. Any um, reservations, you know, when it comes to being affectionate with each other, and, mm-hmm. and everything is. Um, we have thirty seconds remaining to, uh, you know, connect with each other, you know, on an intimate level. So it's not just like one dimensional. Right. It's not one dimensional. It's multi dimensional. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love being able to experience, have that experience. You know, because it's the build up, the anticipation. Ain't not like the anticipation before right. you, you know. So. same token i know that uh for the most part all marriages and relationships go will go through periods of time where um the physical contact or connection is not present so i'm just hoping that this is our period of time and that we'll be getting down till we 90 so and and beyond or whatever so that's that's my hope in in this relationship because i know you know you always hear People um, talk about how they go through phases where they don't even really want to be with that person or, you know, they tired of that. So I'm just hoping that um, this time will be our time where we're just, you know, enduring something um, temporarily till we can get to um, all that physical. And, and a lot of times you really don't appreciate something until you don't have it for a little while, right? Exactly, so, yeah. Um, That's right. You have you have a different level of appreciation for something that you can't get regularly. Um, even if it's, you know, even if you were to use food as an example, like I, I don't know what just came to my mind about my brother and some little taco dip my mama be making or used to make. It was like a prize or, you know, he appreciated it, even though he could make it himself. You know what I mean? He appreciated it when he received it. So 
I just look at it along those lines. Um, and we are very affectionate with each other and open um, just with whatever. And, and, you know, for those who who are into little extra things, I think that um, you being in the situation that you're in and, and the, the way that we have to share our intimacies when we do share them kind of, um, you know, put us on notice. Not that, you know, we're kind of sitting in a room with like, how many people would you say is also in the room? Like 100 people, 60 people, 80 people? Oh, you're talking about like a visitation? Yeah, it could yeah. be anywhere between you know, 100, 80 to 100 people, something like that, yeah. Yeah, and you know, and I'm showing up like I'm going to prom every weekend, every yeah. weekend. Yeah. And I, um, yeah. you know, I think that people people notice us and, and they they see how, you know, how delicate you are with me and how, you know, they see you praying with me um, and speaking in Arabic. And, you know, they notice those types of things. And those are... Those are intimate moments also. So they're, you know, it's not like, it's just not like, okay, we can't have sex. Um, So what's next? What do you do? But a lot of people don't have anything but sex. And I have everything else. So it's just a temporary, it's a temporary thing. So that's that. Um, Moving along. Well, one thing, one thing, one thing about, let me go off to the next topic or question, but I just want, um, you know, the men and women to hone in on this thought. That one thing that's important and significant, you know, about intimacy is when, you know, the two um, seek to have a connection or they express a want for the other person. And this basically, you know, shows that that person means something to you. And, and, and it's an expression of you wanting to be, you know, connected to that person, you know, through you know, affectionate gestures and whatnot. So, and this is what makes, you know, intimacy, um, you know, something that is valued in a relationship because it's an expression of, you know, the, the, the person, the one who desires, you know, the, the other person. You know what I mean? It's an expression of showing that you want to be with that person, you want to be connected with this um, person, you know. So, um, and, and then that person that's on the receiving end, feels valued and, and, and feel a connection and, but once that is lost, you know, once that you know, you don't have no sense that this person even wants wants you, then I mean, you ain't gonna have nothing. No inter- no real level of intimacy. So that's yeah. always the point that you guys wanna make you wanna make your, your your partner feel sexy and feel desired and feel like, you know, you just wanna be with them all the time. You wanna be connected, you know, joined to the hip with them. Yeah. You know, and there's more ways to do that than once, so and so uh, yeah, what well, we got next, Okay. Um, we have. It says, would you lie to make the other one happy? And where would you draw the line? Is there a such thing as a white lie or is the ugly truth necessary? And that's, I just, a good, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I'm so that's honest with you. Question. I don't. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I mean, I just tell you the truth. <laughs> so I don't. I don't, I'm not getting ready to make up no white lies. So I just yeah. feel like if I can't be straight up with you, I there's no place in this world where I can be completely straight up. But here, so I feel like, um, yeah, I'm not doing that. 
um, there are uh, situations, and this, you know, based on what I'm speaking from, is, um, you know, the, the religious guidance about Islam when it comes to, you know, interaction with, you know, people, social interaction. And sometimes it may be necessary to um, tell a white lie, you know, for the, the what they call the lesser of the two evils, in other words. So if, um, you know, you have a situation where, you know, I don't, if the truth will be hurtful, you know, to you, and it's, and, and the truth is not not really, um, you know, that necessary as far as, as far as the end. It really it really doesn't you know hold any you know real uh, weight you know as far as what we have the relationship. But but I know that the truth will hurt you emotionally. You know, then it's okay you know for um, me not to you know to, to take the, the lesser evil over the greater evil. So I'm saying, that's, an, that's an example of that, because I just well, want to you're going to be lying to me. The example I gave it right, like, like, <laughs> not, not the name Islam, but, you know, just as far as practical wisdom, basically. You know, practical <laughs> wisdom, and because uh, Islam promotes practical wisdom, it teaches practical wisdom. So if you if you are in a situation where, um, like, if I was to, uh, you know, come to you and go on the head, um, my hair cut a certain way, you know, and, and, you know, oh, let's say I'm just going bald, like I am, I'm, I'm a hairline seat and I'm going bald, and I would say, you know, um, you know, how, how, how you feel about my hairline receiving, and, you know, you might be like, well, damn, you look old, and in your mind, you think like, well, you look old, and I look crazy, or whatever it is, but you say, hey, I, you know, that don't bother me, I ain't worried about that, you know, when it does, kind of like, you know, like you have an issue with it, or whatever, and, um, so, you know, just, just to, you know, because it wasn't, you know, because you might feel like I might be hurt about it or I might, you know, take away from my self-confidence, self-esteem, whatever it is, you just don't even go into that. You know, you make it seem like it's not really, it don't really matter much, you know. And, uh, or whatever it is, something that, you know, um, that you could thank God, you know, the person self-esteem and not to put them in a situation like where they're questioning, you know, um, I have a doubt about how their partner sees them. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's just like an example. But when, you, when you're dealing with something like, um, like um, I mean, even a situation like, you know, infidelity, you know, because this, this is, you know, something that's major. It's major, right? Infidelity, you know. Um, you know, if something was happening, you know, one of us fall victim to temptation, and, and I might, you know, there's no way you can find out. You know what I'm saying? Really no way you can find out unless I tell you. But if I tell you, it's just going to, like, wreck the trust in me or whatever, it was the moment where I might have, you know, felt that there's some temptation, but it's nothing else, you know, I'm just, you know, speaking. Well, let's say, like, for example, let's say, um, I'm going to get this because it's a real-life example. Um, when I was in, in a relationship with a woman, the, in the previous relationship I was in, you know, the lady used to still try to reach out to me, mm-hmm. you know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell, this is not like lying, but I guess it's keep a secret, I wouldn't, disclose every time this lady would write me to, you know, the person I was involved with at the time because they would have, you know, probably had an issue, a trust issue with it. You know what I'm saying? You know, even if I would have told them, like, you know, I mean, because it really didn't matter because I wouldn't respond anyway. But if I would have told them that, you know, this lady write me or whatever, such, 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 you know, she probably would have been feeling the same way about that. So, right. Um, created some insecurities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I understand that. I do. I, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. So, you know, and, and sometimes it's better. It's better, you know, sometimes things are better fit 
left unsaid, you know. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's just practical wisdom. Now, if you're like a person that just wants to lay everything out on the table all the time or whatnot, um, just make sure you can handle what, what come with that, <laughs> you know. And, uh, but, but for me, for me, I do, you know, I'm not going to ask you about something that I feel like I can't handle, you know. If I ask you about something and I want the truth, you know, it's just because I want the truth and I know I can handle it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so... You know, I'm not, but at the same time, I'm not going to be interrogating you about every, everything and, and all that. Like, like I have that uh, or I have some suspicion, you know, because I'm, I'm very confident in, you know, who you are as a person and, and your loyalty to me and our loyalty to each other. So I, I don't be tripping over, over all that. But mm-hmm. if I do ask you something, I do expect you to tell the truth because I can have the truth. I really can't, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I do appreciate I do appreciate that you that you are truthful, you yes. know, with me. Yes. Um, are you fine? Yeah, I thought that was a pretty, that was a really, that was a really good question. It is a good question, but you know you're fine, right? So you don't have to, um, get, oh, your, hair. So <laughs> <laughs> your, your hair, little things changing as we get older, he's still fine, baby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I appreciate mm-hmm. that, too. Yes. And you are, too. Thank you. Know, and I just love looking at you and looking in your eyes. And you already know how I get to you with me. <laughs> you're my person. Yes. Yeah, I, so. Yeah, I know the, the yes. effect that you have on me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. It says, friends of the opposite sex. Friends that you had before the relationship. What about someone you have had a past with, but y'all are legitimate friends? Would that include anyone that you would have been, um, oh, that includes anyone that you would have been in a physical interaction with? So, where do we stand on yeah. friends of the opposite sex? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I know how I feel about that. Um, I don't feel, I don't really have friends of the opposite sex like that unless it was somebody that I grew up with homegirl from the hood or, or something like that and, and you know I don't really keep in touch and communicate but we're talking about like people who you regard as family or neighborhood cousins or you know how we do you know grew up mm-hmm. with people they're like our cousins you know never been a you know no type of um, sexual encounter with or whatnot. but uh, for the most part I don't really get into that you know if I, if I had previous relationship with somebody and I'm you know we didn't you know been there on that level you know, I ain't looking to really, you know, to be involved because, you know, I, I just operate different when it comes to dealing with, you know, people I have a relationship with opposite sex and all that, you know. Um, yeah. Um, so I think that question you know, is probably I, more for me then, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. So I think that... Um, yeah, how you did, how you did with it? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, for me... <laughs> For me, I was always somebody who had more male friends than I had girlfriends. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm very mindful of my male friends in that um, it is a platonic understanding, right? That if, if you, you know, like I said, I don't have any friends that you don't have. So if, if there's a problem with somebody being 
you know, respectful or, you know, communicable with my husband. Sixty seconds remaining. Then, you know, that's a deal breaker for me. Um, so and as far as having shared any physical interaction, I mean just to me it depends on how long ago it was, right? Like, is this something recent? Have we recently been, you know, like recent, like in, in past five, six years or whatever, um, you know, because to me, sometimes you just outgrow stuff, right? So you yeah. might have been we'll have doing that, but you might have realized that might not have been for y'all, and you, but, but y'all still shared a good friendship or whatever. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm very uh, protective of you in that way that I don't want you to feel insecure about anything. If there's someone that I feel like um, holds a place that they they just have to be there um and we've we've had a physical interaction or whatever that would be something i would discuss with you um i wouldn't just be like oh that was my that was my brother that's my this that's my whatever like i never want i'm always i'm i'm honest i'm just a straight up person people either love that about me or they hate it about me um because i'm gonna tell you what you want to know i'm gonna tell you the truth whether it's good to you or not right but because it's you, it's like I'm protective of your ego, right? <laughs> I'm protective of your ego in the way that you trust me because I feel like um, so many relationships start off, everybody starts with the A++, right? And then, you know, stuff happens and you take them down to an A. And then you take them down to a B-. minus. But once you get down into getting a C and, you know what I'm saying, doing stuff at a just a satisfactory level, it's hard for you to get back up to that A++. And I think that our relationship and the way that we communicate, the way that we trust each other, the way that we value one another, we, you know, we have remained at that A++. We, you know, so, so I just want, for me, um, if there are people that I'm cool with or, you know, like I've had my phone number for like 20 years now. Sometimes people just call me out the blue and, you know, we're talking and whatever. And I would never want to feel like I can't answer the phone um, or that I can't talk just because I'm married now. I I don't ever want to feel like that. But I will always do things within the realms of respect for our marriage because that's what's important to me um, in regards to I don't. Be sharing no time with nobody on, on that level. So, I, I don't. Um, and, and, 
you know, you do make me, you give me the security and the confidence that, you know, I don't even have to really worry about you putting yourself in a uh, situation of temptation. So that's the main thing, you know. Yeah, and even, and, uh, even, far, even when you're home, though, I want you to still be able to, um, you know, if we were to be somewhere and run into people, I don't want to be like, oh, well, I can't speak to these people because I'm with my husband. Or I can't, you know, yeah, I, nah. somebody, I want to, I still want to be able to, you know, oh, it's, you know, good to see you, whatever. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. You know, life you goes play, on. You can play it off, you, you can play it off like, you know, everything, you know, good to see you and all that. And then, I, I, you know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, but, but I, I'm, I'm good with that. You know, I'm good with that. Yeah. And it's all about, like I said, going back to respect. You, you pretty much know how to protect my ego, what the boundaries are. And uh, without me even having to tell you, yeah. you know, uh, you're mature enough, you're a woman, and you got class, and so, you know, that's, that's, that's what matters, you know. Yeah. And, um, um, and, you know, you're doing, you're doing a good job. You know, I, oh, thank you. you know, this is why I married you, because I, I know what type of woman I got, you know, so. triggers do you both have when it comes to anger? Well, you want me to stop? Yeah, go ahead. Um, hmm. You don't know, like a part of my relationship. Well, I think, I think, uh, for me, for me, mm-hmm. is when, you know, you might express uh, I don't want to say a different God, but um, something that like um, conflicts with with my faith. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I would get um, unraveled okay. about. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it that's is. really you know that is where you get unraveled, baby. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I can pretty much do anything, you know. And, and I mean, within boundaries of who I expect from you. So, and I know but, that that's a trigger, right? So, um, and, and I don't know, everybody probably doesn't know this, you know, I mean, I'm sure everybody know you, my super Muslim husband, but, um, you know, and I have faith yeah. in God, but I'm not necessarily religious. Um, and so this has been, this is a journey for, um, me as probably is for you, um, because you are someone who is very devout in your practice of Islam, and I am someone who feels that I am um, very close in my relationship with God, but that God called me to be who I am. So I am like a lily of the valley believer in God, <laughs> for lack of better words. I'm like, uh, yeah. 
is a trigger for you and I know that um and, and in a trigger not in a negative way but I know that that tone will change in a second you feel like I am you know I've pushed it too far or or we are not having the same conversation at the same time so um I know that about you and so I you know, I try to proceed with a little bit of caution and um, compassion, um, especially when it comes to that, because I know how much you love God, and I know um, how important that is, how important Islam is to you. And, you know, just over time with me learning, right? Because um, even though I'm not necessarily religious, um, I do um, have a high respect for um, Islam because of the man that it has made you to be through quote unquote proper guidance as you love to say so um you know it's important to me and i you know i do think that you have a future um in some level of religious leadership and so i think that it's important for me to um adapt to having some um, level of full armor as it relates to Islam, as, as it relates to Islam. Um, and it's just, you know, the growing pains of understanding and, and finding out my place in that. So yeah. that is yeah. um, something that I know that is important to you and it is a trigger for you. Um, and also... All right, all right. Okay, we, we already got a mantra. I want to know what your trigger is for. Mm-hmm. Let the people know what your trick is. Well, you know, I pop off. So I got a pop off problem. (laughs) I know this about myself. Anybody who knows me knows. I think this is in reference to like something that might trigger, you know, from your your mate, your spouse. I mean, I know that, but I think still, like, even Uh I don't, you haven't triggered me yet. So. Uh I mean, right. I think that there are times I, cause I'm, I'm very good about, um, talking through a situation, even if it's loud, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. and I think that you, yeah, but I think you accept that about me. I, so when right. I get passionate about something and I'm loud about it, you don't feel like I'm yelling at you. You just understand mm-hmm. that I'm passionate and I'm loud at the same token. Yeah. Right. So you'd be like, okay, okay. You know, um, and we've had, you know, we've had some difficult conversations, but they were all surrounding religion. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what my triggers are um, as far as I go, because I haven't been triggered. So, but I think that you... Okay. No, I was about to say, think about anger, you know, um, and resentment in a relationship. You know, you can't let those seeds take root. And you got to recognize, you know, um, you know, you, you don't want to be like emotional, uh, an emotional reactionary, you know, reactionary is the hybrid word wrong, but reactionist, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, an emotional reactionist. And, and, you know, you want to, um, you know, be real contemplative and, and you know, considerate, um, you know, each other's position, you know, and just kind of listen and uh, just 
uh, you know, uh, out of emotion. Because, because anger, you know, creates resentment and resentment creates distrust and, you know, and all this. And so, you know, we, we, we avoid that. We do a pretty good job yeah. of avoiding that. And I think, um, I think you oh, know, I, I'm, I'm sorry, because I think, you know, if there have been times when something has kind of rubbed me the wrong way, I'm initially good at saying, well, I felt like this when you were saying this, um, to let you know that something made me feel um, in a way that I didn't necessarily care for. Because I think that for me, anger doesn't rise up until I feel like I've tried to tell somebody in a couple of different ways. And then they didn't receive what I was saying. So now I got to let you know in my Milwaukee style, but <laughs> um, how, how angry I am or what I'm going to do next because of my level of anger. Right. So I just don't, I don't ever feel like um, I'm in that position with you because you are so considerate of my feelings. Now, not to say that we ain't gonna never have an argument, we ain't gonna never get into it or whatever. We just haven't really crossed that path, unfortunately. And so I can't yeah. really speak to yeah. something that we we don't really have knowledge of um, other than to say that in the times when we have shared and things haven't gone um, in a way that I thought that they were gonna go, you know, I've, I've come back and apologized um, for saying things and I have, um, and, and you have come back and said, you know, I know I need to be really patient with you. <laughs> you say that. Yeah. So that's when I, I acknowledge that as you saying, okay, the way we handled that last conversation, I ain't really care for that. I know I need to be more patient with you and blah, blah, blah. So and then as you yeah. have to tell me what, what you be always telling me what the prophet Muhammad said, those who are the best of you, um, what is it, the, what is the way, oh, wait, let me tell you, the, the both of us are kind of like naturally hotheads, and, but we, we mature enough to navigate through those emotional responses, and, um, and I'm always good at that, because I don't like to get angry, I don't like, yeah, I don't like my know, feelings to rush either, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah, but no, um, what you say you know, all the time about what the Prophet Muhammad be uh, saying, he be talking about the best of you and the best of your wives and hair Oh, uh, yeah, the best, yeah, the best of you are those who have the best care and those who behave the best or those who treat their wives the best. That's something that's right, you know, and yeah. this, is, um, this is something that I aspire to do. I, I aspire to be a super Muslim husband, yes. you know, um, <laughs> treat you and, and lead you by example. question and then we'll have to put the rest of them to the table for the next time due to time um it says uh what happens let me see because you have gone to great lengths to be with him what happens when you feel that that is not being reciprocated um and then this is a person who knows me so it says learning from the past when you feel your efforts are not met, it goes bad very quickly. Um, I think you know that about me. I, <laughs> I think you know I would, you know, throw that thing in park and get in a new ride in a second um, if I don't feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're smart and you should. Yeah. And you should. And you should. Yeah. And you should. Yeah. 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 Yeah
it's just, you know, you don't, you don't settle for less, you know. Yeah. You don't settle for less. And, and, and uh, you wouldn't been put on this earth to just, you know, scratch up crumbs, you know, and settle for less. You know, you have to um, recognize your worth and recognize your value. And as long as you can do that, you know, you will be reciprocated with the same amount of respect and honor, you know, that you give yourself. So, um, so yeah, this is important. No, I mean that's kind of that's almost kind of like, um, for you, I think. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, maybe it's for me, but I think it it requires you because I mean, it's like what happens when or if I go to these great extents, and basically, you know, this was just jailhouse talk. <laughs> and I've been, you know, driving down to come see you and, you know, um, the amount of time that we invest. But I think that, you know, just with any relationship, um, there is investment on both of our parts. Um, it's not it's not just about me giving into this. I mean, yeah, I drive down to come see you. Um, but, you know, it ain't the first time I done drove down to see a man X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, um, it's not super cool. I mean, it, does, it, it does mean a whole lot to me. And part of um, being able to look at the sacrifices that both of us make in order to, you know, because it's part of like, like I said, it's an, um, we are investing in, in, in the future with each other. And uh, I'm going to be putting forth effort. And it would be the same thing if we was out there together and doing things to build our relationship and, and invest in each other, you know, um, we always got to count our blessings, like I always tell you, you know, I, mm-hmm. I have to count. Because tomorrow it comes to none of us, you know. Yeah. And I like to operate from the position of, you know, looking at things that way and preparing for my death and taking advantage of every moment, you know, that I'm giving as a blessing and great and from the grace of God that I have to, um, you know, be a good lover, be a good husband, um, you know, and, and fulfill all the like, you know, that I'm required to do, you know, as a husband to you. Yeah. So it's something that I take very seriously, and I put my trust in God, you know. I put my trust in God when it all boils down to it. And, um, and you know, I expect you to do the same thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, cause I mean, human beings are very fickle. Human yeah. beings are very fickle, you know, and, as time goes, they start to devalue and, and uh, uh, you know, appreciation, you know, starts to depreciate. And, you know, it's, um, but if you are, if your attention and your heart is in tune with, you know, the blessings of your Lord and you're not being ungrateful, then in some you should, you know, do what's required of you to show your gratitude, you know, especially by saving you in a relationship. Okay. 
Damn, baby, time going by so fast. I know. So call me back. You want to be, you told me you want me to be your wife in the afterlife. So I'm trying to get there.